All right, Nelka listeners, this is our fifth podcast. I'm here with Andy Foster today. We're just going to do the podcast with the two of us, just talk about different business decisions that we've had to make, uh, some of them we haven't made yet, but just in these in these trying times, just trying to figure out and navigate through, uh, you know, what the government's putting out, local, local officials are putting out, all those things, just navigate through and just kind of talk about how we're doing it, and we hope that it helps. Andy, good morning. Good morning, Matt. How are you today? Uh, well, it started out as a, a fantastic day. Got my truck, gathered my thoughts, just drove around, see if the lakes were open or not. Um, at least up here in northern Minnesota, you know, Loon Lake was half the way out, and, and uh, it's, it's going to be coming soon. So it's uh, exciting, and, and I know some dock and lift guys, lake service providers, are getting back to work, and I know some are not. Uh, some lakes are open, some aren't. So just... Excited to talk with you about this and just uh, have a casual conversation with you and just about uh, everything from donor programs to cash flow to, uh, you know, what's happening in the world today. Yeah. Let's start with Elite. Yeah. What's going on with Elite? What's what's changed? Oh, boy. Uh, a lot. We, unfortunately, we, um, as soon as we have customers call and say, hey, can we postpone uh, and or cancel our orders, uh, unfortunately, I made the business decision to lay off about half our workers, right? And it was a tough decision, but I think it's, it would be irresponsible as a business owner to not ensure that I, I would be here at the, at the end of it, right? I don't know if you agree with that or not, but that's the decision I, I had to make. Yeah, um, I agree with it. it. was It was a little scary. Yeah, so, it is. I, I think, Andy, if we can just jump right into, uh, I know that you've been reading up on this. I've been leaning leaning on you a lot as the business manager at Leeds, right? What, what do we do? Read up on this, educate yourself, Andy, and kind of figure out. And, and by no means are we a professional service no. uh, here right now. <laughs> so we, we, right, we, you and I both um, lean on our professional advisors to form an opinion, correct? And, we, and we're in we're encouraging everybody that's listening to us today to do the same. We just want to kind of point them in the right direction, correct? Right. Right. Um, so let's just jump right into it. So I, Andy, you and I have talked about the PPPL, right? Uh, can you just give our listeners a little, just a quick snapshot about the PPPL versus the EIDL and just kind of tell us what you know about it and then we'll get into what just, uh, business decisions we've made at Elite. Okay, so I'm going to start with the easy one, which is the EIDL. It's economic disaster something. And it's basically an advance of $10,000. That's forgivable. The other one that a lot of businesses are doing is the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, you have to use your quarterly reports for payroll to prove your average monthly payroll. So you'd take all four reports from 2019. You That is 75% of the loan. You can add an additional 25% to that for rent, utilities. Um, if you own your building as the business, then it would be your mortgage payment. Um, and that would be the amount of the loan. As far as it, the, what this looks like for Elite, so we laid off half the people and they're going to look at the wages from last year, which was before we laid off the people. So from what I understand 
what would be forgivable for us, um, the payroll portion would only be 50% because we laid off half our people. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how, how I view it also, right? And I, I, I think I just want to back up for two seconds, Andy, and get your opinion on this. Uh, I, and I don't know that we've talked about this specifically, so I apologize a little bit. But um, So the Paycheck Protection, right, the PPPL, um, that, that's what we're talking about here. I wonder how it works with a seasonal employee, right? So back in the day when we owned Dock and Lift, Dock and Lift Service, right, um, and I had seasonal employees and I only had employees for, you know, two or three or four months out of the year. Now I, I was talking to my mom's accountant and I don't know if this is right. Just trying to help my mom navigate through this. And she also has some seasonal 1099 employees. And that accountant said, yeah, well, they, she can also count, uh, the 1099. I, I didn't read that in there and I know I'm not saying yay or nay on that. That's, that's why we're having this discussion today. But I, how does it work for a seasonal company, do you think? Basically, they just take their payroll uh, based over that 12-month period, right, and divide it out. Would you say that's correct? My guess would be you'd still use 941. So, like, for a dock and lift provider, you would probably take, starting with your second quarter, since that's April, May, and June, you'd look at your second and, for sure, your third quarter, and maybe even they'd look at your fourth quarter and then you just divide it out by how many months you had employees. Yeah. So, and, and your accountant's going to know that by now, right? This, your accountant's going to know that. Now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you reference form 941. What's form 941? That is where you report to the federal government, your wages per quarter. Okay. So every business owner, if they have employees should be using and submitting form 941. Whether you know about it or not, maybe your accountant does it for you, but this is that's how you base this PPP loan is based off of uh, that Form 941. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay, so let's just go down a little bit of lead, right? So, I, I mean, I went back and forth, honestly, from me being personal, like, uh, you know, maybe getting a little deep here, but I don't want to take a loan from the government, right? And then I it quickly went away from that and going... Uh, okay, what what's the smart business choice here? What what should we really do as a business? Should we get the PPP? Should we get the the EIDL? Is business really going to slow down? Are we in are we in you know a uh, uh, place at elite that we need to have this loan to make it through? And, and you know I don't I don't think Andy, you or I want to take money when we don't necessarily need it. The the, the tough part is, and there's I mean there's eight thousand avenues to go down, right? Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, we might not be struggling this month, but what about the third quarter? What about the fourth quarter? Right. right. And now there's no money left, and then third quarter and fourth quarter, we're hurting. Do we take it? Uh, like, I don't know. What's your little snapshot on, on that? Yeah, it is kind of a gamble because if you don't do it, the money could run out, and then, and then what happens? There's nothing left. Um, the right. other thing we haven't touched on yet is the employee retention credit which also is a gamble if you wait and take that. What that is, to my knowledge, um, that will be something on the second quarter, 941. Not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure. And if you didn't take any government money, you will get a refundable credit of the Social Security and Medicare you paid in as an employer up to 
the credit being $5,000 per employee. So if you didn't pay somebody in $10,000 of wages in the second quarter, you only get 50% of what you paid them. If you paid them $5,000 in the second quarter, you get a credit of $2,500. That's how I'm understanding it. And that would be on the second quarter 941, which ends June 30th. We file those in July. They're due the end of the month. All right, so I, I had a conversation with uh, Jim Hokinson, uh, CLA here in Brainerd Baxter. And, you know, I, I've had business owners that text me and whatever and, and say, uh, well, you should take it, you shouldn't take it. There, there's one thing for sure. Everybody's got a different opinion on, you know, is this, what's right, what's wrong, right? And my accountants, and I think just saying it again, go ask your accountant, talk to them, and, and figure out what, what position is best for your company. And I go back and forth every day, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, um, but Elite ended up not doing the PPP. Andy, to be quite frank, I'm just going to have a candid conversation with our listeners and just be open and honest. I want your opinion on this, Andy, but I, I believe that someday, some year, there's probably going to be a box that gets checked that says, Did, were you part of the PPPL loan uh, with the government? Did you receive funds from this? Some, someday in the future, I, I just, I, I've been taught my whole life that nothing in life is free, right? And I've heard guys say, well, that's fine. Just get the, just get the loan, put it in a safe place, keep it there. You know, the interest rate's low. And, and if you have to pay it back because it's not forgivable, at least you have it to pay it back. Um, and I, I'm not saying that what's right or wrong here. I'm just saying what, you know, what we went through as a mindset. So what's, what's your take on, on that whole checking the box thing? Are, are we being, are we being tin hat wearers here or what, what do you think? Um, I kind of agree with you that I think money isn't free, especially when it comes from the government. Um, there's going to be some caveat somewhere, somehow, somewhere down the line that, that I, maybe there won't be, but that's, I agree with your prediction that somewhere we're going to have to check a box saying, did you get PPP money? Was it forgivable? How much? I think if all those things, all those roads and rabbit holes that we went down and Andy, you and I had conversations about, I think at the end of the day for, for us, I think today we're going to take the tax credit, correct, at the end. And we, we figured out our total at Elite yesterday, and I'm not going to share that total, what, what we would get as far as on the PPP side of things. And it's a significant amount of money. And, and if it is forgivable, there's one thing that's for sure. If that, if that amount of money was forgivable, when we came out of this, Elite would be in a, a way better position. Yep. And, and the tax credit is a little less, right? But it's a tax credit. And I think that as, as a business, I want to, um, I'm, I'm trying not to speak for you, Andy. I want to, um, once we get through this, if there was other companies like, restaurant owners or whatever, right? To be quite frank and blunt and whatever, there's $350 billion in this account. I, I've heard that um, 100 billion of it's already been spent. I heard last night was my first business owner that texted me that said, I received my PPP check. Did you receive yours? Really? Um, so, yeah. They got right? it already? So I know what's happening. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. Um, I, I just, I want it there for those people. And I'm not... I, I don't know if in the third quarter we're going to get wrecked, Andy, and it was going to be a bad choice. You, you never know until the other side.
right? Right. So um, I, I think this just kind of brings us to where we're at today with the company. Every business owner, we're, we're not here to judge one way or the other, right? I, I think, do you think we need to go any further in this PPP and or this EAD portion, or should we actually get into um, giving out what Andy taught me as a business owner when I hired Andy, uh, how long ago, Andy? Four years ago? Yep. Four years ago. Andy has her master's degree in accounting. Uh, she would tell you that she is not an accountant. Consult your accountant. She says that to me every day, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I respect Andy's opinion a lot. And she taught me when she came, came to Elite, she taught me the value of cash flow analysis and forecasting, right? I mean, the, the biggest thing I think, Andy, that you taught me was the amount of inventory to keep. Uh, what I want to keep on the shelf and what you want to keep on the shelf are two different things. We had this discussion this morning, in fact, right? We have um, this discussion a lot. <laughs> we do. Um, but, but basically, just go through cash flow, how to analyze your business. We're not going to get super deep today, but Andy has created the cash flow form that Elite Industries uses to you know, figure out cash flow, where we're going to be in the next six weeks, where we're going to be in the next two months. Um, and we're going to make this form available to our, our podcast listeners, correct? Yeah, we are. We're going to put it on our website. It's going to be the bottom of the homepage under quick links, and it'll be titled cash flow. So anybody that's listening can go and download this and use it. So you can go to nelso.net, a blank form, and um, you're going to be able to fill in information on a weekly basis, right? All your expenses and all your income. So I just started with next Monday. This represents one week, um, the column going down. And then these are formulas to just add seven days so it goes out. I have um, eight weeks here. You would start in the first cell and put the cash you have in the bank. So let's just, for example, say you have $25,000 in your bank account right now. On the top, I would put what we anticipate in receiving this week. So like if we know a customer's coming to pay, we would put that amount up here. Um, or we know we know um, Joe is coming to pick up his barge from us uh, the first week in May, and we would put that amount out here. Just what we anticipate week by week. So I'm just gonna fill this in with some numbers. Like we know somebody's coming with 10 grand later this week and we know that week we're gonna get $5,000. Then on the bottom part is where I put the money that goes out. So we know, let's say we have to pay uh, a vendor. So we know that what that amount is, it's $1,000. We're just doing round numbers. Next week, we know we have to pay our insurance. We pay it once a month. We always pay it around the 20th of the month, and it's $2,500. Any loan payments we have, I would fill in across here, the payroll, and then I separate the payroll tax the payroll taxes and the benefits because they're always for us, they're due five days later, and sales tax that you have to pay once a month. You can see how the it changes. It totals here. There's $1,000 outgoing. The ending cash after this week is $34,000. Then this equals the next week. 
your ending cash this week is going to be your beginning cash next week and you just fill this out down the line so you now you know eight weeks from now your cash position will be thirty six thousand five hundred I think right now this is more important than it's probably ever been because it's so uncertain you have to plan for this right correct do you have anything yeah, to add to this Matt as far as what goes in here and what to do with this I missed what you said, I'm sorry. Do you have anything to add to this as far as what goes in here and how to use this? Yes, for sure. So um, make sure that you double check the formulas when you, if you have an ask to add rows or do whatever, you take this, this standard form, just double check everything as you enter it in there. This is just a template to, to help you uh, to manage and operate your business. So, so we do things where, um, you know, we have, Say you're a short station dealer or a short master dealer or whatever, you're gonna have some big payments that go to them, right? Or your distributor. So we we take like the top 15 people and and put those vendors in here, and then we kind of have some like just generic ones that say expenses, and then we put things in there that just pop up that aren't typical, right? So like sales tax and, and or what you have in there, and or like things that pop up that aren't your typical vendors, right? Um, so you can you can edit this form kind of however you see fit. But the value of this form is absolutely astonishing. It helps it helps us plan. It helps you figure out uh, inventory numbers, all those different things that a cash flow is supposed to do. It also helps you, you know, if you do any forecasting, which maybe someday we can put that form on here. But this this cash flow, um, ours is, uh, I don't know, probably six times as big, I suppose. And everybody's is going to vary. But feel free to add lines uh, and just go from there. But if you are dedicated to a form like this it, it as a business owner i can't tell you and express to you how this changed my viewpoint and how it i used to make decisions well oh, i'm really cash heavy now i'm going to go out and buy this or you know buy this truck or i'm going to go out and buy this much inventory and do all those things and not realizing that eight weeks from now uh, this is historically what happens or this is what happens we we keep this thing every year right so this this cash flow form we have since what, 2017? 16. 16. So we can we can historically go back and look, okay, on a month-to-month -month basis, where are we? Why is that? And obviously, you can do some of that stuff in QuickBooks or whatever software you have also. But it's, it's a form that gives you a quick snapshot. And Andy, one other thing that we do, um, this is a, what, an eight-week form? This is an eight-week form. form. You can extend this, though. I mean when we complete a week, I usually don't delete it. I just go and hide it um, just because we don't need to see it anymore, you know, because it would just get too long this way. You wouldn't be able to see it. So I just hide it so you can't see it. It goes from one to three because that, that row is hidden. Right. So so during our busy season uh, versus our slow season, so when we get into summer, it's a little bit slow. May and June when all the documents guys are on the water, we go slow. Uh, same thing with October, uh, end of September, October through the first part of November, we get pretty slow. Our cash flow um, sheet kind of goes as we get busier and slower. So when in January when we get slammed through April, we put our cash flow out multiple multiple weeks. We probably go out in some cases four months. Yep. And then it kind of shrinks back down when we get slow, just to give us an idea, right? Yep. Another thing too, like. 
with for Elite that we do is we send purchase orders to vendors. Not all dock and lift guys might do that, but we send purchase orders to vendors. So I know, let's say vendor one, I'm sending them a purchase order. They are four weeks out, so I won't get it for four weeks, and we have a 30-day account with them. So I put that number way out here. We're going to spend $2,500 with vendor one, and that way I can plan for that expense. I ha we haven't forgotten about it. We just know the payment won't be due for eight weeks, right? Correct. And that's why it's important to have eight weeks, not two weeks, right? Because you, yep. you know that next week or the week after you're going to place this order and you're net 30, right? So... It's good to be a minimum of eight weeks, I think. Yep. Uh, anything else that you want to touch on, Andy? Uh, you know, I think we can um, maybe talk about where to find these things just to recap and make sure everybody knows where they're at. And uh, I think we touched base on everything that I want to touch base on. Do you have anything? No, I'm good. So this, again, will be at nelso.net, the bottom of our homepage if you scroll all the way down. Um, the footer there has a little thing called quick links and we will call it cash flow. So you can download that form directly from us. I will delete the numbers I put in here and you fill it out yourself. Awesome. Sounds great. And then you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, Andy has done a great job with YouTube videos and posting on, on Facebook and now so we'll continue to do, uh, do a good job there. And, and it just, gives you information about the PPPL and the EIDL and just gives you links to all that information. So if anybody's looking at that, can't find it at nelso.net, you can also find us on Facebook and uh, find some of those links there. So thanks for listening and have a great day. Thank you. Bye now.